0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Emmancore, and each week we bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships so you can unlock your inner knowing, your inner guidance system, your inner greatness. And today we're gonna to explore what to do if you think you're in a toxic relationship. Let's begin. I have another quote from Rumi today. Where there is a wound, It allows the light to enter. The wound is where the light enters. And this is really important because we have to explore what is it that we're meant to do if we're in a toxic relationship. It's so stressful when you're in a toxic environment to know where to start. What do I do? Where do I begin? What is the right thing for me to really focus on doing? It can feel like you're absolutely in a hopeless state. When you're in a toxic relationship or you've been in a toxic relationship, even after you think, oh, I'm, I'm going to get out of that marital home or whatever it is. And you think you're nearly out of that relationship. What you don't realize is that, you know, a few months down the line, you feel, oh, my gosh, the pain of that toxic relationship has not just vanished because you're no longer in that relationship anymore, that you're no longer with them. And that's where some of the healing really starts to begin. The healing starts as soon as you start to realize that the, the person is toxic and that you are in a toxic relationship. Listen, if you think someone else can benefit from this, please share this with friends that might be struggling in a relationship, struggling to get out, or wants to get into a new relationship and get move on and start over with the life. Please share this with them because this session, this um, topic really help people move forward. Okay, so let's really explore this. And I'm gonna use an analogy. So imagine that you have an amazing restaurant. You run an incredible restaurant that sells the most incredible, yummy food there is, and you can create whatever it is that you really want all different dishes of any kind. And people come to the restaurant, they have the most amazing time and you have everything you can possibly offer. And then someone knocks on the door on the restaurant and says, can I see the owner? And they come and see you. And they say, look, you know, I can offer you this pizza. And you're like, yeah, okay. And you're looking at them confused. And they're saying, well, I'll give it to you. But you have to do everything that I say. I need to control you if you're going to have this pizza. And I can give you pizza anytime you need. And you look at them as if, don't you know I I have this restaurant and you can have as many pizzas as you want? I can get all the toppings I need. And you just look at them and you're saying, "Uh, no thanks. If we take that same analogy and imagine that you are starving and you don't have a restaurant that creates all this food and you're absolutely hungry and you haven't eaten in three days and someone knocks on your door and says I've got this pizza and it smells absolutely amazing and it's got all the toppings that you'd want on it and your mouth is watering and you're just thinking I really want to eat and they say to you you can have this pizza but I want to, I'll give it to you and I'll give you pizza whenever you want it. But in exchange for the pizza, I'm going to control you. You'd be like, okay, I'm so hungry. Right now, I just need pizza. Um, okay, I don't mind if you, if you, you know, I don't mind as long as you keep giving me pizza because I don't get food that often. That's what it's like with love. Depending on our background, if we've been in an environment where there's been plenty of love, we've not had much trauma in our life, we've had, we've been grown up in an environment where we've been shown, you know, real love between two parents and love between you and your parents in a relationship, then you're more likely to be able to spot a, a toxic relationship and say you know what, no, I'm not interested in being in a relationship where someone wants to control me. But if you haven't had much love, and it's not been there, and someone love bombs you like crazy at the beginning, it's understandable that to begin with, you feel like, oh my gosh, this is it, I found everything that I've ever wanted. It feels amazing. And they they give you everything that they tell you want and all that you they ask you to do in return for this love is, you know, just bit by bit, day by day, just small little things that would make them happy. It doesn't seem that unreasonable given how much they love you or they how much love they've given. You see, you know, and then... The problem is with toxic relationships, over time, there's this perception that you have to be perfect in every way. They keep you believing that you need to reach this perfection. And unfortunately, you believe that you're not good enough eventually. And bit by bit, day by day, you kind of feel like you need to do more. And the problem is, isn't so much the impact that the narcissist has on you, but also the impact it has on what you feel about yourself. Because you start to judge yourself. It's not just what they say, but it's what you're saying about yourself, thinking that perhaps you're not perfect, that you need to do more, that you should be doing more. And the most important thing that we need to do when we're in a narcissistic relationship or a toxic relationship is to start with forgiveness. We really need to forgive ourselves for getting into that relationship in the first place and having so much compassion and understanding that actually it was understandable that we we made that mistake because we were shown that they could possibly give us everything that we wanted. And it's being really forgiving, not looking at ourselves and judging ourselves and thinking, We were naive or it was silly or, you know, what will other people think if they knew what you're dealing with on a day-to-day level? It's about really allowing yourself to heal. And the more you can give yourself love and acceptance, the more you'll be able to heal and start to move forward. If someone doesn't want to be with you, that's okay. It's something you really need to think about. When you are in a toxic relationship, everyone is, you're isolated from everyone. And you you need to depend on this person. But the truth is, there's so many other people in the world, there's millions of people, millions and millions of people. And if it doesn't work out with this person, there are others. But the most important relationship is the relationship you have with yourself. You need to cultivate self-love. And even a small step is great because love will grow day by day, more and more, bit by bit. That's the actual antidote of a toxic relationship. Then every relationship that you've been in when you've got self-love or if any relationship that you are in when you have a level of self-love, you're in that relationship because you want to, not because you have to. It becomes a choice. You want to. You want to actually be yourself. You don't need to suffer then. Or be controlled. And you'll find that's where you can say, No thanks. I don't fancy that, thank you. I have all the love I need within myself. And then relationships become about sharing and having fun and playing and enjoying who we are. Because the truth is, abuse isn't love. And if we love someone, or if we are loved, we want to love. The person for who they really are. And the truth is, when we're in a toxic relationship, we're not being completely honest about who that person is. And the first and most important step is really seeing the person as they truly are. No seeing just the bits that you want to see, but seeing the whole person. And from there, we can actually see, okay. I can forgive myself, it wasn't my fault, but I can choose, then it's about choosing to love yourself, because this person isn't really loving you, they're not loving you, but it's actually seeing how can I cultivate more love in my life, because what the narcissist is showing you is that we're limiting the love that we are able to receive, within ourselves, the amount that, you know, the amount that a a narcissist will abuse you, the amount that you'll tolerate, is the amount that you will tolerate from yourself. If the narcissist starts to abuse you more than you abuse yourself, then you will say, no thanks. But if the narcissist abuses you at the same level that you abuse yourself in your own mind, in your own being, then you're more likely to put up with that relationship. But when they start to cross that line, you've had enough then, that's the limit. The most important thing that you can do once you realize that you're in a narcissistic or toxic relationship is to really cultivate more love for yourself because that is the only way you can get back up and you can actually start taking, you know, making choices Let me give you another example. What would happen if someone random, you know, just someone crazy on the street turned around and and came up to you and said, you're stupid. You know, nobody you know, just a random person in the street. There's a lot of different ways that you could react to that you could go, you could get angry, you could get humiliated and shameful and feel really bad about yourself and get triggered. You could choose to ignore it. Or if you have enough love for yourself, you could actually say, you know what, it's actually got nothing to do with me. That person clearly has is suffering you know that's not normal to come up to a stranger and say you're stupid that person must be mentally unstable must be really suffering to be doing that and that's what we need to look at like at the narcissist or the toxic person because all they are is really a madman or a madwoman you know that is just randomly going out and telling people they're crazy. But the only difference between a narcissist and a random person that's going around saying you're stupid is, is the narcissist actually does something called love bombing at the beginning of the relationship. And what they're doing at that point is creating an illusion. They're creating an illusion of someone they are not. That's the only difference. They're creating an illusion of someone they are not. So they can go around and release their pain onto other people. The truth is, it still has nothing to do with you. That pain, the the abuse, the, the abusive words that come your way, it's got nothing to do with you. It's like a stranger coming up to you and saying a load of rubbish. But unfortunately... When we've heard it so many times, our pain is triggered and we can't actually see the truth anymore. We can't actually see that they are conditioning us over time to actually take that abuse because it's making them feel better. And that is the challenge. If the relationship isn't what you want then we have to change what we're doing until we can create the life and the relationships that we do want. Because the truth is, the narcissist's behavior isn't our fault. We really need to forgive ourselves. And once you can forgive yourself, you can start to make new choices. And you can choose to change your life because you do have free will. This is the gift of life. I know you think you haven't got a choice when you're in that relationship, but you do have free will. Every single person has free will. You know, and you are responsible for yourself, not them, not what they're doing. Just like a madman or mad woman, that's random stranger in the in the, you know, that has some sort of mental um who is mentally unstable or has a personality disorder, has it, it's, it's got nothing to do with you. They're just blurting out whatever they want to blurt out so that they can feel better. You only have a responsibility to yourself, not to them. And this is really important for you to know. You're only responsible for your half of the relationship. The other half is their responsibility. You're not responsible for them they're responsible for themselves, you're responsible for yourself. And your mission in life should be to make yourself happy. And to be really honest about what makes you happy. What makes you happy? And then you have to really question yourself, am I seeing what I want to see? Or am I being honest? And am I creating an image of the relationship that I want? You know, you know, because like, you know, you can, so many times you you might come across friends who they fall in love with someone, and everyone can see that they're no good for them, because that person has created an image of that person that isn't real. They can't see what you're seeing they're not seeing the whole picture so the first step is be real with it you know if are they a gambler are they an alcoholic are they abusive you know be real be honest with yourself it's not about being honest with anyone else just be honest with yourself and really see and accept them as they are not the illusion not the illusion that they're trying to create or that you're creating of them by listening to them. It's not what they say. You've got to remember, with toxic relationships, never listen to what they're saying. Look at what they're doing. Look at the whole picture. Look at the consequences. Look at what is actually reality. Yeah, so it's about being really honest. And really being aware. And the thing is, the limit, again, of our abuse is how much do you love yourself? And that's a question that you really need to ask. What is the limit of your self-abuse? And what is the limit, how much do you love yourself? We don't want to see what is so clear sometimes. And that is down to how much do you love yourself? They will, no matter what the false mask is that they're putting on, they can't avoid showing you the lack of love, the lack of respect, the abuse. That will always come out and it's are you seeing what is the truth? if you're avoiding it because it's so much emotional pain, the relationship can't work because you're not seeing the relationship as it is. And I really want to look at, you know, lots of women actually feel like, and men um, feel like, when a toxic relationship happens, they don't want to give up because they don't want to feel like the relationship has failed. We've been brought up because of Disney to think that, you know, it's a forever after situation. But the, the truth is, you know, when the forever after Disney, um, you know, came about, people only live to 40. You know, we live a lot longer. Relationships that fail, you know, are the ones that we stay in because they don't work a toxic relationship is a failed relationship just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean you've failed in relationships as a whole we really need to def- redefine what is a, you know a failed relationship a failed relationship is when you can't relate to someone when you're you know putting in more than you should be Sticking in a relationship just, you know, just to show for society and create an illusion isn't (laughs) a successful relationship. Let's be honest. It's about being with someone that actually loves you and accepts you for who you are. If a relationship doesn't work, it's about looking at at that and, and looking at the price that you have to pay in a failed relationship, in a relationship that has judgment, blame, shame, guilt, and that is toxic and abusive. And the price that you pay is the self-love. Life respects that price. And if your tolerance for self-abuse is low, you'll walk away. It's your choice. But if you're numb and you're drinking or using other ways to numb yourself to avoid the truth, you'll actually vibrate at a different frequency and you'll find people around you that um, vibrate at that frequency and you attract that type of person that you're vibrating. If you've got beliefs that you're not good enough, you're going to attract people that think that you're not good enough. So it's about then creating and cultivating as much self-love in you as possible. That's all I really wanna get across is start today. Start finding ways of creating and cultivating more love for yourself. Start forgiving yourself for being in this relationship. Start accepting and loving yourself as you are, regardless of what that person has told you in the past and is telling you right now. Because the truth is, it's got nothing to do with you. They're just expressing their own pain onto you. And it has nothing to do with you. It's about you cultivating more love within you. Because the truth is, everything you need is within you. You're amazing. You're incredible. And you don't want to be a victim because you're worthy. You are worthy. And you don't need someone to tell you that you are worthy. You just need to cultivate more self-love and know that you are love and you are beautiful in every way. Because ultimately, you know, when we put our, what we, what our, um, you know, our value, our worthiness into the hands of someone else who is abusive, then our self love is going to diminish over time. So today's whole podcast is really about trying to get across to you, please love yourself. Please start to accept yourself and please start to forgive yourself for perhaps some of the mistakes that you've made in the past. It's not your fault. It's really not your fault. And you can accept the truth that perhaps you've been in a toxic relationship and it could have happened to anyone. Forgive yourself because that is what will set you free. Self-compassion, self-love. So you can see the person, the toxic person, them as they are. You won't feel like you have to, you know, pretend there's something that they're not. The more you can forgive yourself, the more you'll be able to see clearly. And it's nothing to do with anyone else, you know, it's just about forgiving yourself, so that you can be free, so that you can move forward. And then again, healing is, you know, all about love. You can't be happy unless we love ourselves. And we can choose love, we don't have to suffer. So it's about making that decision, you know, And the truth is, Rumi is 100% right, right? When we start to love our wounds, ourselves, that's when we can actually accept ourselves. And that's where the wisdom comes in. We're no longer naive to these people, but we're then creating more wisdom. And that's when you can move into your inner knowing, where you can let go of your judgments, the way you're judging yourself. And really start to believe in yourself and trust in yourself again once more. Life is simple. and You're here to be happy. It's not here for you to be someone else's um, punch bag. You're not here for that. You know, you're here to allow that, that light to go into the wound so that you can feel the power within you that you are limitless and become your own guru. You don't need to follow this person. You are your own guru. The only thing for you to do in this life is to enjoy your life and heal your your emotional pain from the past through self-love so you can share the love that is already within you. So that's what I'd say. I would say, you know, today is a new day, a new beginning. And you can start bringing happiness into your life today and start out over with the power of self-love. Whether you stay in that relationship, whether you walk away or you start another relationship, start over with the power of self-love. And if you want some support in... um, healing so you can thrive again and you like the idea of really learning to love yourself again so you can step into your own power then please do get in touch and if you know of someone that would really benefit from listening to this please do pass this on to them sending you so much love and healing as always